Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. You're listening to the world's smartest podcast network. When I go to Sacramento, I will pump up Sacramento. Sacramento. Some say the news is fake. Others say it's real. These two don't have the time to check. Instead, Turner Sparks and Michael Ira Kaplan turn to comics stationed around the globe to be their eyewitness reporters so that you can know what's really going on. This is Lost in America. All right, everybody, welcome to Lost in America, episode 244, I think. My name's Turner Sparks. I'm Mike Kaplan. You can find me at turnersparks.com. Come check me out on tour. I will be going out in September. I'm going to be first stops Tulsa, Oklahoma, and then I'm going to Ardmore, Oklahoma for all you people in Ardmore. Come hang out. September 16th, Andrew Heaton and I, Professor Andrew Heaton and I, what do we say? Dr. Heaton. Dr. Heaton. Dr. Heaton. We will be at uh, Hyenas Comedy Club in Dallas, Texas, September 16th. Get tickets to that. They're going quick. And then we'll be all over. I'll be all over California, Oregon, New York City, (laughs) other places, Uh, Las Vegas, a week in Las Vegas at the Tropicana. That's all coming up in the fall. Kaplan is here. You can find Kaplan at Cap in America on all social media platforms. Mm -hmm. Kaplan. What's going um, on? On the podcast today, we're talking about Australia. They're back in lockdown. I've looked it up. They've been in like five, six, maybe 10 lockdowns. We couldn't even deal with one. And they're finally getting antsy about seven or eight, eight, nine. Getting a little antsy. They're yeah. Getting yeah, a thanks little for upset. Me on. Thanks for bringing me on so hey, I can listen to you're you. You're not on the show Quiet yet. down there. Oh, Coming really? up later. We will get it, to that later, Because they're a bunch of criminals. They get this in the genes. They can't. They don't listen to the rules. So Australia. <laughs> Before we get to that, Kevin, we have Andy Curtin coming up later. You heard his voice unceremoniously there for a second, but he's not on the show for the next few minutes. Uh, before we get to him, we, we got... Uh, oh, Patreon. For everyone who likes this show, we like that you listen to the show. But we'll love it if you subscribe yeah. to our Patreon channel, because that's the only way we get paid. This show's free. Yeah, You're downloading like you it. Apple's making money off of us. Big Apple. Big, big, big tech. 
if you're big against tech. big tech, support <laughs> us. Yeah. If you don't like the Silicon Valley, everything they're trying to do, ruin the world, then support us. Uh, and you go to patreon.com slash lost in America. We do three extra episodes a week, live from the bunker, full on comedy podcast. Five US dollars a month is all it takes What's to put Kaplan's kids back yeah. in school. Yeah, exactly. They're, they're, they're not going to go to school. I'm going to pull them out early and then work the farm because I need yes. money. They're going to have to work the family farm in Allentown, Pennsylvania. Family farm this year because we, I don't got a job. And for think? $10 yeah. a month, uh, is that what we give away these shirts for? You get a Lost in America number one in Armenia right. t-shirt. I'm holding up the mug, the Lost in Armenia mug, which you can buy. It's that emblem on a t-shirt for free if you get spend it, give us $10 one month. <laughs> it's free for only $10 a month. <laughs> Yeah. For $20 a month, for free, for $20 a month, we <laughs> will read your advertisement on this podcast. Yeah, That's all it takes. You'll, be a th- you'll get a 30-second to one-minute ad for us to say what it, literally whatever you want us to say for a minute. Do we have an ad today? A month. What? Do we, do we have one today? We no, gonna... we don't have one today. Oh, okay. Well. It's, uh, t- thanks, thanks for checking in. It's 20, <laughs> but it's... I'm getting get, loose. I'm get... Go ahead, Kaplan. No, I said I'm getting ready to read the ad read if we have one. But no, we got it next week, I believe. How so. would you read the ad read if you didn't know that if we had an ad read? <laughs> well, I know we have one in the bank. It went coming up, so I didn't know. What- I was very excited for the one coming up, so I didn't know. Next what to week, do. that'll next be week, next yeah. week. Here's a free ad read, though. Peja Bayevich, one of our uh, get our our um, regular guests we have on this show out in Croatia, just released a comedy special. It's on Amazon. Prime, you guys can go check it out. He recorded it in uh, Montenegro, but it's in English. That's the good. Balkan Brain is what the it's Balkan called. Brain. He's one of our favorite, one of our best blowhards. He's like we give him blowhard all star status. Yes, he's first up there team with blowhard Andrew Heaton <laughs> and all the greats because he's a guy where he you ask him he might know fifty percent of the information, but he's going to tell you he knows a hundred. He's going to give you a hundred percent answer. Yeah, we don't like these guests who come on our show and we go, well, what's going on in your country? They go, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, wiffle waffle. They say, I can't. I don't. I shouldn't speak to that. You know, yeah, I really these people speak who to say that. they shouldn't speak no. to speak it. Speak to everything. Speak. That's why you're on the show. They say, I'm not an expert. I probably, I'm not an expert, so I shouldn't speak about that. Well, then what are you doing on our show? Yeah. You ask me how to cook bacon, I will give you an answer because I am an expert on everything. Bacon. <laughs> I, you know I can to speak it. to it. Fry Today it. <laughs> on the podcast, we're talking about Australia. So, Cap, here's what I know. And Andy Curtin's coming on in a minute. Here's what I know about Australia. I know that they went into a heavy, intense lockdown. So yeah. we had lockdown in America, but really it didn't. It was two weeks. Most people didn't even obey those two but we weeks. had mini lockdowns for months. Like, not like a lockdown, but yeah, like we had rules. We had a lot of rules. But we never had a, we had a two-week lockdown, yeah. and then the rest of it was just, well, wear your mask when you're, you know, not at the bar. Don't worry about the barbershop, but wear your mask when you're at a restaurant, but well, not we, when you're eating at the restaurant. Right, you eat outside we couldn't inside we had stuff like that that was our other version. countries had real lockdowns where they couldn't leave their house australia had one of those and then they couldn't leave their state i think yeah. for a long time and they so they had no coronavirus for like a year and also they're an island they're this big island so they weren't letting any foreigners in that's the key which you know a lot of people here would be happy with not letting foreigners in yeah they they somehow spun it around and said we're not letting foreigners in and that became the smug liberal move that was acceptable Mind-blowing. But they were very proud of themselves for, for it was really getting, for like, and it was an upset to me because I didn't picture the Australian people as t- types who would take coronavirus very seriously based mm. on every Australian I know. Yeah. Likes, to, <laughs> likes the pub, you know. So, but yeah, they, they took it very seriously. They, they were very proud of themselves. They had no cases. 
And then we read that now they're, they're, people are protesting in the streets. They don't want the lockdowns. They have lots of cases anyway. And I read they're shooting dogs and killing dogs that have coronavirus. That's how yeah. low it's gotten over there. It I really, saw that headline. I didn't read the story. but Yeah, they've really gone to a place where if you want to get uh, people like Western women especially to turn on your country, you know what you do? You kill dogs. That's Wait, like why the, are they killing dogs, Kaplan? Because of they, the dogs have coronavirus, so they're just shooting them in the, the head? The dogs came into contact with people who had coronavirus. So they, they were, shoot the dog? <laughs> they sh- shot the dogs, yeah. They, are you sure Dogs can't real? wear a mask. Yeah, they don't, don't mask up. I'll get you. So, yeah, they just said, we'll so take care. So they're shooting anyone who doesn't mask up, is what <laughs> you're saying, including animals. <laughs> Basically shooting everything. Well, yeah, anyone good. breaks lockdown. So, that's, um, that's what so anyway, so the point being is that now they tried all these measures, and they're still having this crazy outbreak right now andy Curtin, you know him from the founder co-founder he and i founded the kung fu comedy club in shanghai china um he also you have a pot you have a comedy special out on on comedy central in asia what's the name of it welcome to the show andy <laughs> am i allowed to speak now <laughs> now you may now speak. you can pipe up <laughs> what how do we do on that recap of your the last year and a half in your country that you're now recently back in your country you were in hong kong for a while china for a long time and now you've come back what two or three weeks ago to this mess? Yeah, a month ago yeah. now actually yeah. coming up coming up to two months actually yeah two months uh, how did we do on that recap well, I don't know. I don't know if I'm qualified to really comment. Oh, on that. Don't do that. No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, there was some some truth in there. There was uh, a couple of bulls. I don't think that's where they shot the dogs. I think they shot. If I, I I didn't read too far into it, but I think they shot the dogs at like a shelter because they didn't want people going out to the shelter. They said the people, the, the volunteers, had come in contact with them. I guess had COVID, and they were they just said like we're just taking care of the dogs now because. Yeah, I don't know. I thought they didn't want people out there going to pick up the dogs, but anyway. Oh, really? Uh, yeah. <laughs> Maybe. That's, oh, so that's to even... stop people from adopting dogs, they just shot <laughs> yeah. them? Yeah. And just going yeah, into a shelter shoot, it makes it worse. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's like you're worse than the Taliban, Australian government. You're going to get uh, uh, Western women to really turn hard on you. Oh, my God. <laughs> no, no. The, the Taliban, you're allowed to travel between states. It's a little bit <laughs> There you go. <laughs> so is it true that you cannot travel between states? Let's start Not at all. No. I mean, you travel between states, mate. I can't go to the end of my street. Mm. So is it okay? So here's wow. what I read: is that because early on, as Cap and I were saying, is we said we're gonna lock down, and then that meant two weeks of just hanging out with your friends, but no, watch you know. Netflix, a lot of Netflix. Yeah, yeah. I don't, and then, yeah but you I, guys, I've read it's Melbourne now, where your base is in its fifth lockdown. Is that true? So I I'm, I missed most of the lock. They had huge lockdowns last year, and I, I only just got back. But they this current lockdown. So they, they kind of extended every two weeks, right? So they say it's two more weeks, mm. but it's probably the rest of the year. But they're saying it's two weeks. And this this two-week block, they will pass London as the most locked down city uh, in, in the world during COVID. Ooh, and as far as I, I know, London's lockdown hasn't been anywhere near as severe as here. So what does the lockdown mean? Because it means different things to everybody. So what does it mean in Australia? What are the actual rules? Well, it seems like Melbourne's a little bit more severe than Sydney. Um, and I, I mean, I'm not, we're, the only, we're only allowed to go out of the house if we're going to the supermarket or to 
go for a run for an hour and you can only go within five kilometers of your house, which is not much because it's a really sprawled out city. So you're running uh, five. I basically, I basically can't catch up with most of the people I know under, you know, I can't, you like, maybe you can exercise with someone if they're in your neighborhood, but you can't further than that. I can't catch up with anyone. That's like how it was when we first, like that sounds similar to the first two weeks out here because like, it was a big thing. People would be like, call their neighbor and be like, hey, you want to go for a walk? Let's hang out outside. But we we'll could go. We weren't, it wasn't a law against leaving. We had the subway never stopped running in New York City, for instance. You could just get You're on. You're right. They can never actually make it a law. But it how do they enforce suggest. the 5K thing? Do they have, like, if they yeah. police, do they, they check your ID or your, your, your check your cable bill to see where you live? Like, how do they? Yeah, they check your license plate. They pull you over. They check your address. They pull it, the, the police are policing it. It's crazy. I can't imagine them doing that. <laughs> and what's going yeah, on? So we've read that people have like had enough of it. And it, at least in Melbourne, there's these big uh, protests going on, right? What's Yeah, well, I mean, it's it's tough because like, I'm, first of all, I'm like, I think it's good that they're trying to address it. But there's two sides to the coin. Like definitely the lockdowns are fucking severe. It's really hard on people. And... Like in Sydney, the cases are kind of getting out of control and they're they're falling off a cliff. Sydney's fucked. I mean, if Sydney wasn't shit enough as a city before, it's really upping its game. Oh, look at that. Rivalry. Um, <laughs> and uh, I mean, it's not rivalry. I mean, it's just a piece of shit place. Um, <laughs> like I live in a better place. It's not, there's not really two comparison between the two of them. Um, and uh, so Sydney's like 900 cases a day and going up every day. But that might not sound much to American because you have like 900 cases in your apartment. But um, <laughs> that's like their, their trajectory is there are going to be 3,000 cases a day in within a month, I think. And Melbourne's at like – hasn't crossed 100. You know, I think it's 70 cases or something and most of them in quarantine. But they want to get to – they have this zero strategy, which I understand is a foreign concept to you guys. But zero – like a lot of places like Taiwan, Singapore, China, they're all just trying to get to zero uh, and, and New Zealand as well. Um, and it's fucked because even if they get to zero, it's just going to keep spilling across the border because Sydney's exploded. And everyone knows we're going to – like anyone that's got half a brain realizes we're going to be stuck like this for six months. And it's it's brutal. And and really with with 15 cases a day in a city of 7 million – the risk for anyone vaccinated is pretty low. So I understand people are, are pissed off that they're forced to stay inside, you know, when, when there's like almost no risk at all. Um, just because there's almost none out there and they're vaccinated. Uh, and I think that's – and then you've got anti-vaxxers and just people who are nuts in general. So they managed to get I, a bit of a crew. What? Yeah, <laughs> crew. I would – so what happens to – business in this scenario like if no one can go outside for six months you know yeah i mean i think the one thing we learned is like a lot of society still functions and there, there are a lot of like this is here's where it gets really annoying because and and why people get pissed off is like essential workers like apparently <laughs> if you work in a bottle shop you're an essential worker making yes. bottles or you mean liquor store like a i mean a liquor store like okay. selling oh, our I'm making bottle crafts. <laughs> no, no, no. I don't know. We, we call it a bottle load. But if you're okay. selling alcohol from a store that only sells alcohol, well, I mean, it, 
you could. I would argue that that's true. There's a lot of people who would just fall over and die if they couldn't drink for a couple of days. Yeah, and then also like in our state, they've got like it's a labor government, so the unions are kind of got them by the balls. So like mm. construction's mm. just operating like normal. So yeah, like stuff, yeah. Yeah, a lot of stuff is still going on. Like cafes are still going on, but but only through the window kind of stuff. So, you know, there's there, and then a lot of industries are just work from home and they're fine. Like law firms are fine and sh- and stuff like that. So, um, and then you know, live in- entertainment industry are getting grants from the government, but the industry's just completely halted. And then, um, uh. Yeah, I mean, restaurants are getting fucked pretty bad. They had a thing called JobKeeper where – it wasn't while I was here, so I'm not so familiar with it. But, but people were getting money even though they couldn't work from the government. So I think you had a similar thing in, in the US. Um, yeah, I don't know if that's Kaplan's running. Still I'm still getting – I have two weeks left, I think. Kaplan money. <laughs> yeah, this unemployment money has been it's, like a real boon been, for I'm, a lot I'm of American people. Our Patreons are going to come through once it's over in two weeks, people. <laughs> yeah, Kaplan has two weeks more of Uncle Sam, Uncle Biden giving him money, and then he needs to step up. You you guys claim all that money, and then you just, you, but you don't even like, you just go and work anyway. <laughs> no, we're not. No, no Kaplan. Not, I can I guarantee work. you, Kaplan has not been working. <laughs> yes, <laughs> he barely even helps on this podcast. Exactly. If it help, if that helps the government. <laughs> yeah, the the, the economy. He wants the to, but he says Turner. I would love to help you edit that episode, but then I would have to work and tell the government about mm. it. So, you know, he's hands off. All right, we're getting the clothes out. This is great. Let's talk about you two. Let's get on the couch. <laughs> oh, this is most of the show anyway. No, this is not. This is not anything new. So what? So bit. So but people are getting like unemployment money. Like, is the I, government- I, you know, I think they're, they haven't done it for this round yet. Like they did it throughout the shutdowns last year. At the moment, okay. what I'm seeing is a lot of grants and stuff. Because uh, I mean, I, I I'm I came back here for a job, so I've, I've got a job right now. So I'm not getting any money from the government. So I, I, yeah. under any circumstances, so I'm not so dialed into that. But what I'm seeing a lot of is you know all these events getting can- music comedy festivals getting canceled and stuff. So they're, they're they're paying a lot of money to venues and stuff that are just getting creamed at the moment. And um, it was kind of fucked because they were open. Like, I, 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 they, they went into lockdown my day two out of quarantine. So I did two weeks in quarantine whilst they were open and then stepped straight into a lockdown. Um, and so, like, people two months ago thought it was open. All these events were planned and yeah. all this stuff was going on. Um, and so it's kind of hit it like a freight train. And um, how realistic is this idea of getting to zero cases? Oh, it's impossible. There's no it's possibility. Imp- that's the thing. There's- it's totally impossible. We've learned now. That's why this is. Well, you know. well, hang on a second. Like in the U.S., it was not possible, but in many other places, it was possible and achieved. Yeah, but, but I mean, I, it- oh, yeah, but it's you can get it even if you're vaccinated. So it's like the idea that you're never gonna you're gonna eradicate it seems. You know, no, what but I mean? Kaplan, they, they have they did uh, eradicate. New got rid of it. Yeah, but they no, it's, did ba- actually- it's gonna. But it's going to keep coming back. They're not going to get rid of anyway, it. Anyway, Andy, what's the, what's the possibility of getting rid of it? Well, the the problem is, is that in Melbourne, we probably could. But the problem is that because Sydney's just gone out of control, is it's just going to keep spilling across the border. Like you can protect a sea border because we're an island, but you can't protect a land border like that. 
yeah. especially when it's gotten so out of control. So that's the reason it won't get to zero is because Sydney's shit. Um, well, <laughs> well, that's the thing. Yeah, immigration, you can't close your border forever. So that's the other thing. We, so. Well, you can close it till you get vaccinated. That's the, we, the, the people that like you look at Singapore had zero COVID and they are now like 80% vaccinated and they're changing their strategy. They're like, all right, we're going to, we're going to now open things up now that we're very vaccinated, but uh, the vaccination rates are super low here. Yeah. So let's talk about that. Why? why so what I read is that, um, I mean, in July, 15% of people were vaccinated. Now it's 29% as of like two or three days ago that I saw. What's happened? I mean, like most of the developed countries in the world are much further along than that. Yeah. So what happened was, so like the biggest company in Australia on the stock market is an, uh, I think you call it an immunology company. Um, and it's just a giant of making vaccines and stuff like that. And so the government basically said to them, we're going to give you the money to figure out how we get vaccines for everyone. And that company put all their eggs in AstraZeneca. Cause obviously mm. that was the most profitable way for them to do it. But they were like, it's a company called CSL and they did it. And then all this news came out about the blood clots and the government panicked and said, nobody take AstraZeneca. Like they said that. They said nobody should take AstraZeneca. Mm. And then they came out and they were like, uh, okay, maybe young people should take it. Uh, take it if you feel like it. And then they just kept going back and forth and there was no COVID here. So people were like, okay, That's we're hearing you that Pfizer's coming. We'll wait for Pfizer. Um, so it's not that people are anti-vax. It's that people are like, we don't need it now. We'll wait until the good one is here. And now they need um, it. Is the good one there yet? Is Pfizer there yet? It's, it's, they have some, but they don't have enough. And so people are, would rather just wait for that than take AstraZeneca? Well, it depends where you are as well. So like a lot of the Pfizer's getting channeled into... So New South Wales, Sydney's the capital of New South Wales. Melbourne's the capital of Victoria. So, you know, New South Wales is trying to channel its Pfizer into the places where this, the virus is kind of spreading around. You know, people in Melbourne, I guess, are getting... I, I mean, I got Pfizer. I was in Hong Kong. So getting Pfizer in Hong Kong's like, they're just they're just throwing it out, you know? Yeah. Um, and then here, there is a real push from people to be like, like the, the the real virtue signalers are like, well, I took AstraZeneca because I'm a good person, you know. <laughs> um, I mean, it's so, the same as Johnson and Johnson, I believe, right? It's got the blood clot issue, but it doesn't affect most people, right? So really, you could take it. It's not. Well, you know, if you really want to get technical about it, the blood clot issue might be, you know, so small not to worry about, but the effectiveness of Pfizer is higher. It is, yeah. And it is way better to have a country of people vaccinated on Pfizer than AstraZeneca. There's just no question about it. Because the thing that we've learned now in like Iceland and Israel is that there is no herd immunity. It's just not coming. But what there is is, is that when you've got a real high vaccination effect effectiveness throughout the community, that you get way less deaths and less infections and all of that. So it's sort of like... It, it it is actually better for people to get Pfizer, but they're they're running the gauntlet now of not being vaccinated enough at a time when the virus is just raging and and people are like massively in denial about like I, when I came here, 
I was like, wow, we're going to be in this for six months. And people are like, no, I think we'll be out of lockdown next week. I'm like, what the fucking planet? <laughs> that was what we all thought a year, a year ago. But that was a year ago before, or a year and a half yeah. ago before we had any information. And you guys are the lowest vaccinated country, I believe. It's like the OECD. Is that what it's called? I don't even know. You know who that organ? What that mean? That's like a lot yeah, of Western the, uh, countries, right? Yeah. And you're, I, you're number one at the bottom. So you should. You yeah, I don't think they call that number one. Yeah. <laughs> number one at the at the worst. Yeah. <laughs> Take that, number smug Australians! Worst. You're killing. Kaplan, I mean, but also this idea of going into a fifth lockdown. Like Kaplan, what would America do if we went into a second lockdown? We've literally only had one, and it didn't work. Yeah, I mean, well, it depends. Also, we have different areas of the country where, like, they basically, you know, they would they would literally, if they did what you're doing in Australia in America, people would get out their guns and be on the streets like, immediately. Immediately, they wouldn't they wouldn't put up with it. Yeah, but I mean, the Americans would do that if you know if you if you tried to high five them. I mean, they're pretty low bar for pulling out the guns. In I mean, the they're US. almost gonna do it if on mask <laughs> mandates again. So let alone lockdowns. I know people yeah. literally would do. Yeah, they don't want to wear masks. They're about to go shooting people, not dogs <laughs> or, at least, but yeah, humans. not dogs. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, we you know what? It's, it, I, I, I think like the last couple of years for everyone is just like I, if you if you're anything like me, is just paying attention to the psychology of how people respond to stuff. And when when I meet people here, when I can see people, or even just talk to them on the phone, you usually get some pretty far out ideas. And my takeaway from it is that people are just stressed out. And they're just latching onto any idea. And, you know, I was talking to my brother the other day. He's ranting about some random report. And I'm like, that doesn't make any sense, but you're probably just stressed out. <laughs> so how did, how did this start? Because if you look at the numbers, uh, Australia had like one case in a day, two cases, one, three, one, two, one, three. And then around June, it started ramping up and really went, when I, it went out of control, meaning you now have like 800 a day. Well, we still have 5,000 a day in our, in our one state, but how did it start? How did it get yeah. into Australia? Well, let me add one more thing to the lockdown. Cause you guys didn't mention this and it's huge. I think is the thing that's really killing a lot of people is that the schools are closed. And that wow. is just now you're speaking Kaplan's language. And I actually, I want to add. I read, I read that the playgrounds are closed, which is like we, something playgrounds we went through last. Shot. Which is outside. Yeah. They're still closing outdoor playgrounds. They're like in another. You're really in like April 2020 over there. <laughs> yeah, and then uh, like they shut the kindergartens this week. I got two little kids, oh. and it is absolutely de it's death. It's so like. I'm going to come uh, riot for you. I'm coming to Australia and I'm bringing my uh, Uzi. <laughs> yeah, good luck getting in. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. So can foreigners come to Australia? No. no. Like literally no. And then Dude, how did you... Not only can foreigners not come to Australia, we can't leave. Oh, you're trapped. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, like it's one of the few countries in the world. They were like, someone put up a thing saying like, the only other countries with an exit ban are like North Korea and <laughs> Afghanistan. I think yeah, like, who cares yeah. about an exit ban? Why, why not let you leave? Uh, they just want to rub it in your nose a little bit. I mean, like, who like, cares if you get COVID somewhere else? You're not there. Like, the point is to protect the country, right? Yeah, I didn't look it up, but I think that part of it is limiting. You can get, you can apply for an exemption, but they don't, they don't want people to go and come back. They don't want to encourage that, you know? Yeah. Um, so how, do, what's the process of getting back into the country? Like for you? 
Well, so we got in right before they really shut things down. So it was okay. it was pretty. So when I first when I flew in, we didn't need to apply for an exemption if you're a resident or, or, or a citizen. Um, but like so so in my family, I have two little kids. My wife is Russian. Her mom is from Kyrgyzstan. She lived with us in Hong Kong, and uh, yeah, she didn't get in. We had to send her both figuratively and literally literally to Siberia. Um, <laughs> You're like your mother-in-law can't make it. Sorry, yeah. <laughs> so upset. We're like, yeah, we go to Australia, and then we had to be like, uh, not, not you. One, one person's not coming with us. She high fives you, and you slowly like pull away from the high five. You're like, no. Nope. I was like, you know Sorry. what? I, that was that high five's probably the last time we're going to touch each other for a while. Off to Siberia. Siberia for her. And then did you guys have to go to a hotel or what happens next? A quarantine Yeah, hotel? so so we were we were okay to fly. Are we getting the flights? That's hard. There's no flights. I got to send you photos of these flights, dude. I am not kidding you. I was on an international flight. There were 20 passengers. Wow. On an international flight. Like, Still forget they did about the big having, plane? Mate, forget about having your huge plane. Forget about having your own row. We had our own entire section of the plane. Oh, you should have just stayed Prince. on the plane. <laughs> Sounds <laughs> oh, great. Oh, God. It would have been the dream. Yeah. Go, We're going where um, you're going. Where are you going next? We're in. <laughs> so that was like, that was a whole thing. And then I found out that we got Alec. So you don't get to pick your host. They charge you thousands and thousands of dollars. I paid $5,000 for the, for the quarantine hotel. Oh, and geez. Wait, really? They, Wait, they make you quarantine and they make you pay for it? Is yeah, it oh, yeah. Oh, I didn't realize you had to pay yeah, for the yeah. hotel. Oh it's crazy. God. Taxpayers won't pay for that? Dude, they charge you like it's a five-star hotel, and it is the shittest hotel, one of the shittest hotels I've ever stayed in. Room service, um, charges, and everything? <laughs> no, mate. Is no, it one I of those hotels it. where if you get a soda, but you just move the soda a little bit in the fridge? Oh, in your mini you? fridge? Yeah. <laughs> in the mini fridge? They have fridge. a sensor? <laughs> oh, oh, no. They didn't have a mini fridge. <laughs> what? <laughs> it, it wasn't that nice a hotel. Fridge. Dude, oh my gosh. it was so, so first of all, like you land and they, by the way, I've, I first set of flights I bought flights are crazy expensive. Almost all seats are business class. Um, and the economy is like five times what it would normally be. And they canceled. So I book a set of flights with Fiji Airways now you might think that's a high quality airline. Sounds good. But they have good water. They canceled within a day. They canceled every <laughs> international. Okay, and then wouldn't offer a refund. And they sent what? me this what? email. Yeah, dude, they you sent me this email. Five thousand US dollars. This is robbery. They, Wait, they <laughs> can't not give you a refund, dude. <laughs> they said they sent an email. It said every international flight from our airline is canceled. Do not worry about your money. You will be given a credit to use with fee. I'm like, you what don't have any international flights. Where I can't <laughs> go anywhere. Now you got to begrudgingly yeah. go to Fiji at some point in your life. <laughs> I love that. Just the audacity to say, "Do not worry that we're keeping your money." <laughs> it's in good shape. We put that's in the, a CD. We're investing. That's it. the only thing I'm worried about. That's yeah. literally the only thing I'm worried about. Yeah, what else would be your worry besides getting your money back? So, Did you get so ship I, insurance? I, you didn't get ship insurance, uh, huh? I call them. <laughs> I call this airline and they don't even know that their flights have been canceled. 
They're in Fiji. Was, they're drunk. <laughs> I was like, put the coconut drink down for a second. I'm going to blow your mind. <laughs> your airline. Turn down the Jimmy Buffett. <laughs> I was like, your, your airline's not flying any planes. And she's like, I feel like I'd know that. Uh, <laughs> a, memo, a company memo or Slack or something. I think they would have told me if they she stopped goes, flying all of the planes. That wrong to me. Yeah, yeah. That's not my airline. That sounds like something they would mention at least, you yeah. know, at, at, around the, co- the water cooler or something. She's probably going to lose her job um, the next phone call she, she gets. She yeah. dropped her She's pina a- colada here and that. <laughs> and, and they... <laughs> She goes, whoa, I just, my leg just blew off my chest. She was like, stop the margarita blender for a second. Can you say that again? (laughs) (laughs) Um, Put down the coconut shrimp. This guy's guy's got some important news for us. So I was like, what do I do? And she's like, I'm still getting over the news that we're not flying planes anymore. (laughs) Um, (laughs) She's like, I'm so devastated. I love love that we fly planes in this She goes, sir, how about you stop worrying about yourself for a minute and worry about me? I'm the one who had to hear this news. What do you think? Do do you think my job is safe now that they've stopped flying the planes? No, probably not. What have you heard about my company? Um, (laughs) So I literally, dude, I emailed them the law and was like, you know, yeah, I was in Australia. This is the consumer law. You have to offer me a, your purchase is in Australia. I'm like, you got to offer me a flight. And they replied, you know what? You're right. Uh, <laughs> that's a valid point. Here you go. Here's what they said. Can you call your bank and try to get them to cancel paying us? Like, what kind <laughs> oh of airline is this? <laughs> like, we can't offer a refund. We don't know how to. We already fired the refund person. She's <laughs> yeah. Because we re- we called our bank and they've stopped doing transactions for the next month. That's are we the sure? Fiji now let me just present this. National are we sure bank. Fiji Airline is a real airline. Yeah. That's is this not a company that just cancels everyone day of and doesn't even own a plane? It's a Ponzi scheme. This is Kaplan and I. We had an idea to start a fake comedy festival at one point yeah. called the Allentown or the whatever the Allentown Comedy Festival. And then we we take submissions from all these comedians. We charge them fifty dollars each to submit to our festival, and then we just tell them all they didn't get in, and then we don't have the festival. This we should have said COVID. Oh, that's the we should have old... done it before COVID, and then we could have said COVID canceled it. We're gonna have it after COVID's over. Oh yeah, don't worry, your money's safe. Your money's we'll, safe. We'll apply it <laughs> to it, the next festival. Is it Snatch or a Lockstock? You know that Guy Ritchie movie? Yeah, the yeah. guy has this. He has this scheme where he's like, you 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 buying these dildos online. And you, you write the check and it's like, you know, a late night gift or something. And then they, oh, we were out of stock. And you give them the check to get the refund. And it's like hardcore, sharp, in your ass, anal. Oh, and no so one wants it? They want to cash it. They want to get the check to get the money back. <laughs> this, this is a very dated joke, by the way. Uh, checks. These are all, yeah, this is all the same concept. Yeah, yeah. That was a great movie. So what happens? So, so they got you on a different flight? I, I, I booked with another airline, Scoot, the high quality airline of Scoot. Scoot. I don't know if sure they have engines. Scooch. Yeah, it is. Like, hey, Scooch over. We need they some make more Ryanair Scoot. seem like a virgin. Like- <laughs> it's it's Singapore Airlines budget airline. And okay. uh, so we get in and then you, you would have thought like we were high level like prison, you know, like we just committed <laughs> murder. We get, we land in there and they're just, the, the way we got 
the kids there. They didn't give a, they didn't care if we got the kids. We, we lined up for so long. It took us like five hours to get out of the airport. I'm Body standing search. there in line and they said, where have you been for the last 14 days? And I said, standing in this line. Um, <laughs> Which uh, you thought they'd have a sense of humor at that point, but no. Mm. And um, anyway, so we He's get to I've the room. I've been on Scooch Airlines. <laughs> yeah, it turns out Scooch doesn't have a sense of humor. Um, so we get in the room. They turned out we'd gotten the worst ho- quarantine. So they allocate you on arrival. You don't get to pick anything. We stay at the Holiday Inn Airport, which turns out to be the worst airline. Uh, Is that like a by the hotel. hour hotel? Like one of those? <laughs> by the minute. Um, <laughs> you got a heart shaped bed. Kids don't use a microscope or, or a magnifying yeah. glass in this hotel. <laughs> yeah. Is that water? Is that a bottle of water next to the bed? No, it's yeah. lubricant. Don't yeah. touch it. Take the um, batteries off out of that black light pin we got. Yeah. 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 <laughs> and uh, it was just, man, it was insane. So they, 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 so they, co- they had like an internal PA system for emergencies and they'd commandeered it and were making announcements inside our rooms from 8am every morning. Oh, so at 8am in the morning, we get this, (laughs) your breakfast has arrived. (laughs) Revelry time, rise and shine. I got got little kids. Everyone's like, we're up. You know, I'm like, and, uh, yeah. And when you say breakfast has arrived, do they put it outside your door like a prisoner would? Like yeah, solitary? It, yeah, yeah, yeah. And you've got 10 seconds to get it. Like, you got ten, you got COVID out, out of the room. So. Oh, because the door you're not allowed to leave your room? You can't, like, go down to the pool or anything? Are you joking? Dude, the windows <laughs> don't open. They shoot you. Are you out of your mind? First of all, that, that, that place didn't have a pool. It had, you know... <laughs> Puddle. Mistake number one in that analysis. So you uh, literally, you're in a hotel room with your wife and your two kids and you can't leave the hotel room for 14 no, minutes. You can't open two the door like for more than 10 seconds. We had oh. two rooms with a door in the middle, um, but oh. it was not enough. And uh, yeah. And then, so I called them and I'm like, hey, do you have to use this PA system? Do you think maybe you could not use it? And they're like, <laughs> well, we don't know how to like separate the rooms. So no. I'm like, how about you don't use it for... <laughs> <laughs> how about you don't use it for anyone have you considered yeah, how that? about we just know you tell us once that breakfast will be out your door at 8 a.m and we can remember and they were like yeah and they were like well we don't want your food getting cold i'm like mate it's fucking fruitless <laughs> it's not even... why do they care if your food gets what <laughs> are they grandma like it's not even hot it's fucking cereal <laughs> also it's australian announcements uh cap so it's like yeah mate breakfast <laughs> is ready <laughs> They're like, hey, come on boy, down, mate. Your, your fucking Fruit Loops are ready, you cunts. Uh, so, <laughs> do you get to order? Do you get to order what you like, like what cereal you like, or what? Pick your, no. What do you, you say? Like, I don't eat. No. I don't eat meat, or I don't eat. I don't want red meat, or you say anything. Any request? Yeah. What if you're a pescatarian, what if you're kosher, or, or like yeah, pes- yeah, vegetarian? If you're, or, if, you're if you're a vegetarian, kosher. you get hung. <laughs> Kosher meal. If you're a Jew, they shoot you, Kaplan. Yeah. <laughs> and you being vaccinated yeah. doesn't matter at all. They don't care. Mate, vaccinated. vaccinated, come from a country that had zero COVID. Yeah. And they're acting. I'm like, and they're, and they're testing us. All, and, and I've done like four tests, you know. Yeah. 
And the woman's, when we're leaving, she's like, we recommend getting a test three days after this. I'm like, I'm pretty sure I don't fucking have it. Like, <laughs> where's your product, bro? <laughs> All right, wait, we got to take a break and then we'll come back with more. But Kaplan, we yes. are part of the World's Smartest Podcast Network. You are now listening to the World's Smartest Podcast Network. The other shows on this network, Dr. Andrea Jones-Roy with the politi- uh, Ask a Political Scientist podcast and Professor Andrew Heaton. He's never worked at a university, but he does wear jackets with those elbow pads. He dresses like he likes to go to Indian restaurants and blow hard to people. So he's a professor in my mind. Yeah. So Professor Andrew Heaton, the political orphanage. Check out everybody on the podcast network. And now a word from your local sponsor. All right. We're back. And we should, yeah, and we should say we're going to do a roundtable coming soon with those with the with Andrew Heaton and Andrew. Oh Don't yeah, we have a big so roundtable episode week. coming next week in yep. lead up to the September sixteenth show with there Heaton and go. I, and then all four of us will be on tour. We're hoping, I think it's going to be either December or January. We're going to be in DC doing a live show. I guess we're not we're doing Australia. To, what's I that? Thought we, I thought we might do Australia, but I guess we're not doing that after so. this episode. It doesn't <laughs> sound like it. And then <laughs> uh, right. and then LA at some point too. We're going to be doing all four of us going to Los Angeles to do a live show. All right, so uh, picking up where we left off. So they finally let you out of this quarantine hotel. All right, yeah, no, I mean, that wasn't even the end of it. So we, we get in there, by the way, just one last thing. So the food, yeah. no, no one wants to eat the food. The food is terrible. You can't get anything delivered. Like, but the only thing we're allowed to do is we can order from the supermarket. So no cooked food, but we're just like, all right, we'll get fruit and the stuff. Prepared foods, yeah. Can't cut the food. So I call them up. I'm like... Can we get a knife? And they're like, and they're like, no, it's not. Isn't this what you guys That's my only reference, Crocodile Dundee. Isn't this what you're known for? What about Dingo's got my baby? So what, are you guys just eating a potato like an apple? Mate. You've got a steak, you're just like. Literally. And then we're like, can we get a a knife and they're like, nah, it's a security risk. I'm like, we're locked in here. Who the fuck are we going to hurt? You might kill your family. (laughs) All of a sudden you guys are prisoners. I'm like, this isn't a mental. I was like, this isn't a mental asylum. Like we're in here because we're traveling home. Like not because we're going to cut ourselves. Did they take your shoelaces too? I was going to say, they take your shoelaces and your belts. (laughs) (laughs) So... I was like, no gang colors, it? no blue or red. No I'm like, red. I said to the guy, I'm like, do you think this is a prison? Like, what are you? <laughs> yes, pretty much. And then, so I said to them, they call me, like, everything takes a day. They call me back the next day. And they're like, uh, uh, can we give you a serrated butter knife? <laughs> I'm like, <laughs> uh, listen, I'll be honest with you. If I want to stab my kids, I could do it with a serrated butter knife, but it's really, <laughs> it's really inconvenient to cut fruit with, you know. <laughs> serrated butter knife. <laughs> yeah. What are you, what are your kids doing this whole time? By the way, I got to ask that. Oh, like, so we, some, they're just watching TV, or just like. So my daughter decides to fall, climb up a chair, fall off, hit her head, and puke <laughs> oh. over the entire hotel room. <laughs> And we're sitting there in just vomit stench because none of the windows open. Oh, um, wait, do they have housekeeping? Because you might jump. Do housekeeping? No housekeeping, bro. No one's allowed in. No I, one's allowed out. Saying, you have vomit, though. You have cleaning supplies. Dude, we sat in vomit stench for eight oh, hours God. until oh. I was like, I was just sitting on the phone. And the funny thing about it was like, I call a woman. I'm like, she's like, you know, I feel like we're just going around in circles here. You know, I, I'm sure you don't want to. <laughs> She's like, I'm sure you don't want to sit on the phone. I'm like, lady, 
I'll sit on the phone for two weeks I, straight. Like, I, I don't care. I got, I got nothing else to do. Um, oh and so, you are the yeah. parent of the year. I, I could never do it. This is like a step. You've hit a new level of parenting that I've never hit to be in a room. Because during the peak of the lockdown here, I have a dog. I would leave the apartment to walk the dog as much as possible. Get the hell out. Oh, my God. How funny is this? How funny is this? So we were like, our kids need something to do. We need toys. We need to be able to send toys. So they sent us a make the royal family's family tree. Like, <laughs> I have a two-year-old, and they're wanting Aren't my they kids to inbred? figure what out. Kind of a like, family to, tree? To, to, to write the words Prince Andrew on a fucking diagram? Like, oh, you mean drawing like, it? Oh, like, draw like, the family a, tree? This No, like, writing words. I'm like, this is a two-year-old, bro. I don't know this. <laughs> also, isn't Prince write? Andrew the, the pedophile? <laughs> that, yeah, I don't know. I think so. You got to teach them what you can teach. Whatever they can do during lockdown. Yeah, that's incredible. I'm like, stay oh. away from this one, kids. This one's no good. <laughs> um, Island. So we got oh out. Gosh. Yeah, t- two weeks of that, and then uh, literally day two, hardcore lockdown. Oh my god! So you had one day of freedom. We did. We, we didn't even like. Like we, we we're like, yeah, we'll take our time. You know, we don't need to rush out. You know, all right. <laughs> so this, day. this mm. begs the question: If you have all this, if they're this intense, how did coronavirus? How did it spread in Sydney? So the problem was that there, there were people come flying in. The people get like like us getting exemptions and stuff like that. And it gets through. The Delta is obviously, you know, more infectious and it's come in. And they, they were getting cases in and they were contract tracing, shutting them down, and, and it was okay. But the woman that runs the state of New South Wales that Sydney's in is just an absolute moron. And she... Oh, I heard they about got Gladys. Fucking Gladys. So uh, like Fiji they, Airlines, Gladys. That's why I picture Gladys that. is the Fiji Airlines of people. Um, <laughs> So she got, they got word, they're like, oh, there's five, there's 10. And she waited 10 days of it just going up and up before she did anything. Sure. And by that stage, the cat was out of the bag. She, she'd missed She's the like the mayor of Sydney or something or? Pre- premier of the state. So the okay. equivalent of, I guess, governor. a governor. Yeah. Yeah. And so what was her strategy when she saw five, 10 cases appearing out of nowhere? Did she say, let's just ignore this. It'll go away. Yeah. She's like, this will be fine. She'll be right. And yeah. by the way, go, go shoot some dogs and we'll be fine. <laughs> Sydney's lockdown. They're like, all right, we're in lockdown, but we're going to keep the golf courses and ski lodges open. So mm. people are still I'm actually okay mountain. with that. But yeah. Rich people lockdown. We call that we're poor people lockdown. <laughs> I can still tour the country clubs. You're saying, yeah, it's a com- yeah. where's the comedy club. So they open. <laughs> no. So, so yeah. So they've just, they missed the window to do something about it. This, that's the problem is like they're trying to do this strategy that you've got to either do it properly or you don't do it. It doesn't work unless you're doing it properly. And they stuffed it yeah. up at the beginning. So now she's coming out and said, all right, we're not going to get to zero. It's like, yeah, no shit. you got like 900 cases So the idea day. of getting to zero is now out the window. So I think what they've said is they want to get 70 to 80% of people vaccinated before they let well, so back Well, so there's real separation between the states. So okay. like – New South Wales is is there like we think we're okay. Every other state's like, no, nah, we're keeping the borders shut and um, we are going to try to keep it to zero. Like, so most oh. of them are trying to get get it to zero. And um, 
there's this study that came out that said that if you're at 70 to 80%, you know, your society is going to be manageable. But then they're now realizing that that study was premised on having a low number of active cases. And they're like, well, that doesn't actually apply if we've got an explosive number of cases, we're not opening up. Mm. So now they're even saying they're not going to open up at 70 to 80%, um, or certainly it's going to be slow when they do it. Well, you guys, you guys screwed up because we, we were so bad with COVID last year that we have a lot of, a lot of our anti-vax people, at least they have antibodies. So they got like some immunity. Yeah. We had, you guys, they all got coronavirus. They already got coronavirus. You guys were so good last year that you don't have that advantage that we have. We're, we were thinking our president last year was thinking one step ahead of the game. He's <laughs> <laughs> playing chess with you guys. So, Although yeah. I, I wouldn't hey. say we're bad. We're the one, we still have like hundreds of that. We have a hundred well, we have a lot of cases, cases but, a right, but dude, I mean, dude, you have a we'll thousand cases a day. You have a thousand cases a day. Sorry, no. thousand uh, deaths a day. Yeah, we have one hundred fifty thousand yeah. cases a day. Right. Well, so you guys you have, have like one thousand. Yeah. Yeah. Which right, are going to get worse? We're going to. We can't get worse, right? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. So anyway, how's this, I, I think, how's this affecting government? Like uh, Morrison is your prime minister, right? Scott Morrison, yeah. Yeah, it's been more focused on the state level than the okay. national level. I'm not really hearing that much about him. It's been – news has just been washed out with whatever the – because, like, the the state – the premier for Melbourne, the, the equivalent of the governor, he is uh, a very – you know, so the Liberal Party here is the Conservative Party. Yeah, it's confusing. Yeah. Just the name – and then the Labor Party is, you know, the the, 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 the not conservative um, party. And he's like hardcore, like will violate any rights just to get it done. And the whole state is just separated. People think he's doing a good job or they want to murder him. Yeah. Um, oh, because Elvis. he's pro-lockdown, like whatever we have he's to do. He's hard, pro-hardcore lockdown, yeah. Yeah. Um, like, and it's... We've such a not a political country at all, and all anyone talks about now is politics. It's just crazy. Really, and is yeah. he from the Labor Party or from the Liberal Party? Which is he's from the Labor Party. Party, and Gladys okay. is, I think, liberal. I need to check it, but I'm pretty sure she's liberal. So it's breaking down along the same lines as it breaks down in the U.S. because that's right, similar. Like the pro to business the US. party is more. Yeah, yeah. I guess it's pro business versus versus. I mean, health at all. Costs. Is Morrison in the Morrison's in the liberal? Like the he's a conservative, right? I believe. Yeah, Morrison is is liberal. Yeah, Gladys is liberal. Um, right, but it. Morrison is has been pretty big on getting the cases down and keeping the borders shut. You know, so it's not. I as, saw that he said not, that the vaccine. He he didn't think it was like he said it was not a race in the beginning. Like you take your time. Oh yeah, which is ridiculous. He said it's not a race to get the vaccine, and we're just like, what planet are you living on? It is it's quite. Like, Genuinely yeah. is. Sure. It's, it's a, one mistake. It's, a little leggy fair, but laid back Australian. I don't know. <laughs> so. Yeah, that really pissed off a lot of people because it, it was right before things exploded as well. And it's like, mm. yeah, well done losing that race. Yeah. So, where, uh, so you think it's six more months? Look, I'm, I'm like, so they're saying that we'll hit 70 to 80% in like, late November or mid November. And maybe that comes forward if people realize how bad things are getting. But if my prediction is New South Wales is going to get ugly, they're going to get 
a lot of deaths and they're going to get a lot of cases. And I think it's going to get really messy up there because it's just, they, 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 they're, they've been protected. I mean, uh, Cat made a good point. Like they haven't had COVID, like no one has antibodies. It's yeah. they're a completely See? vulnerable community that's about to get absolutely crushed by not regular COVID, but Delta. Yeah. So, Delta. Yeah. So they're what about get like the middle creamed. of the country? How's, What's there's happening no with like, the there, Aboriginal it's community? It's a desert. It's a, I, I don't know. There's, there's no one there's, there. It has, the, the middle he of Australia. Recognize the Aborigines. <laughs> most of Australia is a desert, right? You know that. There's not that many. It's not the population. I thought it was a forest. Yes, I knew that. Of course, yeah. I knew that. <laughs> we definitely did not know that. <laughs> like most. That's a great desert. fact, though, to start telling people at cocktail parties. You know, most of Australia is a desert. So I always it thought is. it was a forest, like a jungle. Nah. <laughs> it's all sand. I thought it was like cool highways, lots of cool highways, and I, I cool. said video game cool. drive, like I don't know, cool. scenic, lots of scenery while I drive around. Oh yeah, me too. No, I mean you know, yeah. there's 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 obviously there are forests and there's pretty parts of the country, but people live on the coasts. The yeah, center I knew, of the, well, no, we there's no that. there's no major cities in this like in the center of the. There's no middle Australia the way we have, yeah. Middle it's America. desert. Yeah, if you yeah. look at it, like if you look at Australia, it's, it's like most of it's desert. Um, so, yeah, I mean, to, to say that have small communities been hit, some of them are around Sydney in the state, but in other areas, they didn't have people, they haven't had exposure. I mean, they're literally, they're, there's no international flights going into small towns. Yeah. So Delta's not coming in there. It's not, it's not, the borders have been controlled pretty well. Like the borders are porous in the sense that, if it really explodes in Sydney, they're not going to they're not going to be able to stop it from getting across. But it hasn't exploded yet, and they're doing quite a good job of protecting the borders. How do you protect a state border? Because if is it like you know, like you've been to the U.S. Obviously, like in the U.S., there's a million roads that come in and out of every single state. So to put cops at every single road is like feels unfathomable. How do you do it in Australia? Yeah, I mean. Again, it's a smaller country and – but like do you take – like on the border of Victoria and New South Wales, there's a place called Albury-Wodonga and Albury is in Victoria. The, the, the border is a river, but there's a city that sits on either side of the river. So there's people okay. who like can't go to the other half of the city. Oh, wow. And it's not really practical. You know, you, you can't really stop them from getting across. That's the point. Yeah. But they're using police and, and apparently they're working really hard to keep it shut. And it's true that it's not like it, it's definitely been prevented from getting into other states to a large degree, but it's small cases coming through that's not going to stop. Like it's yeah. a drip that's not going to stop. Yeah. And what about, do you guys have anti-vaxxers? Yeah, Who, yeah, and, and no we don't know what, how many we don't know we don't know how many we have. So that's like the, the problem with anti-vaxxers is they determine the point at which your vaccination rates slow down. You know, so you get to mm-hmm. zero to sixty pretty easily, but but how many anti-vaxxers are going to stop you from getting to sixty to eighty? How slow are they going to make that? It's we don't know. And the other thing yeah. is that like people are canceling. People have now realized that AstraZeneca is not the best thing to have. And they're, they're canceling like day of their appointments. People are canceling 10,000 appointments a day in Victoria alone right now. And I don't think they're anti-vaxxers. I think they're probably going Pfizer's coming because they know that it's coming. But 
the problem is, is you're an you're older delaying. person and you yeah that's what's that's, that that's yeah it's, it's hard to fire. know like we didn't know a cap did you think we would have 80 million anti-vaxxers that was a number higher than i expected no, but I knew I knew we'd have a lot. I think we have two different. There's two different things though. There's anti-vaxxers like hardcore, and there's softer who are like, I'll get it eventually, but I don't want to get it early type people. The vaccine hesitant. Who the vaccine? Because there's people still getting the vaccine. Like I was in CV in the pharmacy. There's still yesterday. a million people there's a day. Five now people waiting in line to get the vaccine, and I was like, I would love to have interviewed them and be like, what's your process? Sure. But there's so there's different types. But I knew there'd be a lot of the people like those. I didn't know. I, there's more hardcore than I expected, but yeah, that's. But can I tell you a good stat? A good stat that I picked up the other day. In the history of vaccines, a side effect has never appeared more than three months after the jab. Interesting. The what? Oh, after the shot. More yeah. than three months. Side effects. Side effects oh, really? never have never so appeared. So the wait and see people been... are right for three months, and then. <laughs> well, that's yeah, the thing we... is like. You could say wait and see at some point, but now you've got hundreds of millions of people. Right, like a billion people, people taking it. It's like, probably, right? it's, like yeah. it's okay. It's it's okay. We have like, you're not going to get a bigger sample size than that. Like some massive portion of humanity has taken it. So three and months after, there's never been a side effect. This is, oh my God. Dr. Curtin, that's a another great, blowhard stat. That's a great blowhard stat. That's a, that's a cocktail <laughs> and then, party stat. And then the other thing is like, whereas COVID, the long haul is like, we're just discovering how bad the long-term effects of COVID are, you know? And um, so the point that they're trying to make is like, it's not what's the co- vaccine going to do to me? It's like, do you want to be vac- vaccinated or not when you eventually get COVID? Right. Yeah. Or how many months out is it on average when you take like cow fertilizer to cure your COVID? Do you get a, no, that's what people oh. are doing here. They're taking all sorts <laughs> of crazy, they don't take the vaccine, but they're taking all sorts of crazy, like fake medicines. Like Kaplan, a source of mine in New Mexico uh, told us that last night, actually. Oh, that's gotta be Uncle Keith. <laughs> it's not, it's not. I know somebody who has, whose husband has COVID and I saw mentioning like, Oh, we have this invertin or whatever it's called. We have it standing oh. by, and I'm like, I'm like calling them up after we did this pod, and be like, "Do not let do your you husband guys, take okay. that." Do you guys know about this? So ivermectin was like the uh, right wing rule, saying, "Oh, this is it's it's a cheap available drug that eradicates COVID, and their drug companies are not selling it to us because they can't make money off it." Anyway, yeah. so that they turned out the study that everyone was basing it on was done from some Egyptian guy who they discovered had clearly just made it up. He just made yeah, everything I, up. And so then they did, a, they did a prop. Yeah. And you, you know what's funny is like the biggest champion for Ivor Mestin was Muhammad, the Egyptian comedian. Yes. And I'm like, yeah, Muhammad, of course you Muhammad Magdi. He doesn't go by Muhammad, the Egyptian comedian, <laughs> although that would be a good stage name. <laughs> yeah. oh, oh, and it was a guest of ours. Now I'm in favor of it. If we, we believe anything our guests tell us. So. Muhammad invented so, this idea? So anyway, they did it. They, so they were like, maybe... We should do a proper study into it. They did it, and it doesn't do anything. It's just yeah. like sugar Except water. kills you. It, yeah, people are dying from it, but yeah. My gosh. Anyway. All right. Well, that's it. Andy, thanks so much for doing the show, man. Yeah, yeah thanks, thanks for, for having me on, guys. Late with us here in Australia. I'm, I'm going to yes. go to bed and sleep. Go to and, bed. It's past midnight for you. Are you, are you allowed your to stick your head out up, at your night here? Your kids are going to be up in a couple hours over there. So, what Can I go out at night? I can't go out at night. stick your head outside and go for a little stroll, or they'll shoot you? I mean, I could go for a walk. Like as exercise, but you know, not that's not really. It's one o'clock in the morning here. Go out in the yard. <laughs> All right, it's anyway. one in the morning. Cap, that's it. Andy, thanks for doing the show. Kaplan, what should we do? 
Uh, let's. Uh, I guess we should get lost. Get lost. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.